Another week, beginning of another DW Co. show. How are you, my friend, my first cousin, my cousin once removed? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good now that the sun is coming out. Yeah, it's gorgeous out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm glad we cleared up that up last week. Yeah, I think it helped a lot. It does, you know. Thanks, um, Jonathan. I really do appreciate that because yeah, I've been, and we've been Dan, guessing for three years. We could have put some effort into it, but it's not really our style. No, it's no. nice to have the the help of a professional too. I'm I'm, I'm no <laughs> professional on family stuff. I gotta say, Derek, what's going on in brand news this week for us? Well, brand news this week. Obviously, a lot of things happening in the education world for DW Co. Waking uh, up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Working on a lot of content. Uh, talking about a lot of enrollment things. Having meetings with clients. Mm-hmm. Shelley has entered the design phase of the magazine that we're working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's cool. She's very busy right now. This is a, the busiest time as far as DW Co. stuff for her. It's a big project that we do, and um, Sherry kind of got us a, a rough draft rolling, and we're kind of getting feedback rolling back and forth on that. So closing stages. Yeah, message is everything right now, right? Yeah. I mean, the magazine is getting the message out, or, or alumni magazines are getting messages out to your alumni audience. We're working a lot with uh, adult audiences, even getting the message out to high school students who are getting ready to make their college decisions. Yeah, that's right. And you were kind of talking about doing a pretty writing heavy right now as far as some of those topics. Yeah, that's the message thing, I think. You know, message is what matters. You can have as many Facebook tactics as you want, but if you don't have a product, you don't have a service behind that that's actually going to speak to people and answer their questions and needs... You ain't going nowhere. Right. Yeah. And writing, you were kind of talking about being hot right now. Kind of, I know one, one of the phrases we like to use is strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, sure. Make and hay when the sun shines. That's, yeah, that's right. So, you know, now's a good time to be uh, ramping up as summer's coming up and people are working on those enrollment strategies and they're working on getting uh, those messages out that you're talking about. Like, really important to uh, for us to be very focused in this time and also be working hard. That's why we put in a lot of hours this week. We're trying to get everything organized and ready to go uh, as more work is coming our way. It's been a while since I've, I've done a lot of writing because I was managing teams for so long. And mm-hmm. so it's taken me a little while to get my writing muscles flexed again, I feel like, but I, I'm really excited to do it. And I'm excited to work on message with people. I, I think it's more important than ever that you know who your organization is, your school, what you stand for, and how you articulate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd say uh, Jacksonville's doing pretty good at that right now as well with this Jacks River Jams thing that's coming up. They've yeah. done a pretty good job of promoting it and getting people excited about it. Uh, I'd be interested to see what the crowd size of it looks like, but I know that they have... They <laughs> yeah, have they're nervous a, about that right I, now. I, I think so too, but yeah. they've put a lot of hype around this event like it's kind of a normal year, so I'm I'm a little anxious to see Well, I think happens. it kind of hyped itself too is a little bit mm-hmm. what happened. There really hasn't been any event. Jacksonville is an outdoor town. People like to be out doing things. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of growth here. And uh, originally we're thinking that this was going to be sort of a small event, but it's kind of the, like we were talking about last week, it's sort of the Miami Beach principle right now. Yeah. There have been no events, so every event yeah. is becoming, you know, like Kenneth's party in 30 Rock, basically. Have you ever seen that episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> talked about it before. You yeah. think uh, Rockville's ever going to come back? 
I don't know. So welcome to Rockville. It's a big hard rock uh, concert that we had here. Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, people like that play. Um, you know, they've torn up all the area. They used to yeah. do that with the Lot J stuff. Right. I hope Rockville comes back because I, I think it's been in Daytona. Yeah, right. The last, the last time. They didn't have it this past year, but in 2019 they had it in Daytona. This is Rockville. In Florida, of this course. is Rockville. Yeah. Okay, so. The history's here. It's here, so. Yeah, but no, things are going really well in Jacksonville, <laughs> and I think that the tide is really turning here. A lot of folks moving here, uh, a lot of positive energy, and I think people are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Same for us, you know, <clears throat> launching new programs and uh, shows on the radio station here in, yeah. in the month of April we will be, and rolling those out. So that's exciting for, for us. We're also working on downtown Council podcast, which is coming into that show. Project Cold Case stuff is on that radio, uh, on the radio schedule as well. So a lot of exciting things happening for us too. dwhiteandco.com slash radio. You can head there and uh, check it out. Shelly's got her show up. Derek, you've got your show going. And um, I know it's Derek After Dark, but I'm hearing talk about uh, Bald Derek After Dark. <laughs> bald Derek After Dark? Yeah. Or Bald Derek in the Day. Maybe bring me <laughs> earlier in the schedule. What's going on with the bald thing? I, I'm I, not on... I hear it's on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, so you're going to have to bring me well, up to speed. Well, I... I, I did this filter like a while back and it's always been kind of funny. I'm like, that's looks pretty accurate. And so I just, I was like, it's time to update my profile picture on Facebook. It's been the, and the same. filter was you with a bald head. I yeah, guess the filter I, was I me with a bald it. head, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I kind of had like the goatee rolling as well. I was just kind of like, it's time to update my Facebook profile picture. Cause it's been a year or and a half or so, but like, I don't really know what to put there. So I'm just going to put me bald for now. I get some people stirred up about it. <laughs> and you know, our show was about to go live. So I thought it might drive a little traffic for our show sure. with people interacting with my page. So Comment. I have like 90 comments, which is yeah dumb for such a dumb photo. Like, <laughs> like why would you be interested in that? So, but, oh, man. but that's good. Uh, that's going on. And then um, also, you know, Shelly, too and, and other news uh as like as a non-sport creative is winning her March Madness bracket in her yeah. office so uh she <laughs> she talks about here where she has no uh idea about anything on sports she just kind of picked the logo she liked and the team she was familiar with and the friends that were located in cities so cool let's take a look I got something okay I am killing my work bracket right now second place so how did you pick those? Because last time I checked, you know, pretty much nothing about college basketball. I mean, I don't I, know. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know squat about college basketball. Honestly, yeah. whenever he said bracket at first, I was thinking it was like the NBA stuff. Like I just had completely forgotten it was college stuff. Yeah. Um, and so four minutes before the bracket was due, I signed on to fill it out and was just gut picking colleges and just like for no reason, like, Oh, I went to camp at LSU. I have a friend that went to Michigan. I hate Texas. Like, oh, I like this logo. I'm familiar with this one. Like, and I chose Florida out of one of them because of you guys. I was like, ah, oh, Florida. Okay. Um, and somehow nailed the East. I got every single team on the East. Wow. And almost got every single one on the West too. Holy um, God. So yeah, it's like my bracket is called yay sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for Shelly. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, mine is not even looking like that at all. Yeah, I thought you said uh, you were all all hot on Oral Roberts last week. Yeah, that, that, that came to fruition. They didn't they didn't make it on. That's yeah. sixteen. But you know, good for Shelly. Shelly's better than I am, I guess. <laughs> better Shelly's better than I am again. I see how it is. Uh, she's <laughs> also got a new show out too. 
yeah, uh, that she's Shelley working show. on right now. The Shelly Show. Yeah, which is uh, running on DW Co. Radio in the afternoons, uh, com slash radio. I was listening to that yesterday, kind of the first uh, episode of that, and uh, I like Shelly's songs. I did too. They put me at ease. You know, Shelly's Song of the Week used to be the most popular thing on this podcast, too. It was, yeah. Fans liked it, and then they were kind of mad when it disappeared. But we were like, wait, 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 wait. You're going to get to hear all of Shelly's songs. You know? It's better. (laughs) So, Derek, it brings us us to the feature of the day. The main event. Yeah. We got a cool email the other day um, from uh, Texas Wesleyan about uh, Panther Hall, which we wrote a story on. Well, in the... it was from a reader, right? Or sorry, from a, yeah. Who was the, what was the name of the reader again? I had that somewhere. Let me see if I can find that. Um... That's who it, uh, uh, it was sent to us by one of our friends. Yeah, Shannon, Shannon, our uh, client over at Texas Wesleyan, sent us this uh, uh, letter from Daniel Haas, uh, who was talking about Panther Hall. Yeah, and there was some really cool old posters and information about Panther well, Hall. Well, let's start by origin. explaining people what Panther Hall is. Yeah, because they don't. We're jumping right into it, and they don't. They are like, what? Sure. So in in fall of la, in the last issue of the Wesleyan Magazine, the alumni magazine that we do for Texas Wesleyan, we did an article on a famous venue in Fort Worth called Panther Hall, and Panther Hall was the site of many country concerts, and uh, Texas Wesleyan, now it's the site of Texas Wesleyan soccer field. That's right, yeah. <laughs> they tore <laughs> so, it down the soccer field. There. But it, it, Panther Hall is well-loved by people in Fort Worth and remembered as a place where country music was, where country music history happened. Uh, Willie Nelson recorded an album there. Jerry Lee Lewis recorded an album there. And there are still people that are devoted to the memory of Panther Hall. And when we sent that, uh, put that article out there, uh, we started getting some responses, in, right. including this one from Daniel. So, uh, so yeah, so, so, so sorry, not to jump yeah, in. But no, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> you know, you wrote that article and people started reliving the history of it and stuff, which led to us getting this really long PDF of the history through and through of Panther Hall and a lot of the old movie posters that were put up to, um, to events and uh, concerts and things that were happening there. Um, so there's like a, there was a ton of cool things like ZZ Top, Dolly Parton, I think Hank Williams in there. Uh, um, yeah, and, this is uh, really Willie Nelson and all those. This is really neat. He sent us, uh, yeah, probably 30 pages of different old concert posters from Panther Hall, uh, some clippings, uh, some photos. I mean, this guy really, I, I don't know what Daniel's relationship was to Panther Hall, but heck, man, he, he was into a lot. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at these cool posters from. When the uh, the band The Birds uh, played at Panther Hall, March six, it looks like, uh, which just looks awesome. They got a whole light show, this cool psychedelic poster. Looks like ZZ Top might have uh, ripped <laughs> off Mickey Mouse for theirs. <laughs> Maybe made it cooler. I love this Grateful Dead one too. The Dead yeah. playing uh, in uh, 1970 War. War over peace at last, it says, but very cool. Middle Earth Productions putting this stuff on. So anyway, so we we thought it might be fun uh, to uh, make a little game out of some of this trivia on you know, Panther Hall. You said Daniel knows a lot about Panther Hall, it seems, from this. Right. Let's see how well you know it. Right. Let's see if, if he can stump uh, me. Right. Yeah. He probably can. Probably so. Yeah, I think Because so. there was some pretty interesting information in here that I'm going to quiz you on okay. real quick. I've never, so I've never been to Panther Hall, or I'm 
guess. So we're going to do a either. quiz. I never went to Panther Hall. It was torn down. But you've been around the uh, area of where it was. Well, I mean, it was a grass field. I'm not sure that's going to help me that much. Beautiful. But I did. I was a music reporter right. in Fort Worth, and I have written about it. So we will see. I think that's why this game is pretty fitting for you. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. You feeling ready? No. You're not, do you feel like it's going to be tough? These are some, you know, it's the older generation of music. I'm worried that everyone's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Uh, well, luckily for you, I'm giving you some options. Got a little okay. multiple choice, so it won't be terribly difficult. Yeah. But, I mean, you're going to have to put your big boy pants on for this one because it might be tough. I just have to put pants on in general. Period. Yeah, yeah. work from home life. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start with question okay. number one. Okay. What year did Texas Wesleyan purchase the old Panther Hall? Mm. Is it A, 1980? Is it B, 1992? Or is it C, 1987? Ooh, that's tough. So I know that Panther Hall was still running into the 70s. It was obviously long gone when I was there in the 2000s. So definitely, you know, obviously going to be one of those 80s and 90s. But I think it fell into disrepair pretty quickly. I don't know if it's 87 or 92. 87 was a, not a great time for Wesleyan. So they might not have been. I'm going to say 92. That's incorrect. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, actually A, 1980. 1980. They, they bought it that early. Really? So, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know when the, I think 1978 uh, was the last um, year that they had performances in there and may have sat vacant for two years or, two years or didn't have artists coming through, but we also have another question about that later too. Okay. But sorry, you're 0 for 1 to start. It's okay. It's Daniel's okay. got me on the run. I know. You can, re, you can uh, uh, have a chance to redeem yourself here. <laughs> All right, time for question number two. What was the name of the Panther Hall live broadcast, live one-hour broadcast oh. that they pushed out to the radio stations and television stations? I think I know this one. Okay. Oh, give me the multiple choice. I got you. I got you. Is it A, Panther Hall Live? Okay. Is it B, the Bill Mack and Bo Pal show. Okay. Or is it the Cowtown Jamboree? So I believe it's the Cowtown Jamboree. C is correct. It's Cowtown Jamboree. Yeah, because now, now, now I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know what the name of the Jamboree was in Dallas? See, there were two live shows. There was yeah. the one in Panther Hall, the Cowtown Jamboree. Is it the Jumpin' Jamboree? Or is That's it a, the, not a bad name, but uh, it was the Big D Jamboree. Big D Jamboree. I, I've heard of that. Uh, and now do you know what the one was in Shreveport? Probably one of the most famous ones. Coming to you live from Municipal Auditorium in Shreveport, Louisiana, it's the Louisiana Hayride. Oh. You ever heard of the Louisiana Hayride before? I don't think so. Louisiana Hayride was probably the best of those jamborees. Elvis, nice. George Jones, all those guys got their start. Uh, they actually went from Tennessee down to Louisiana, and that's where they broke on radio. Wow. See, because the Opry, the Grand Ole Opry would play your more um, refined country artist. Yeah. And the uh, Jamboree would, pl or uh, excuse me, uh, the Hayride would play your more uh, hillbilly type artists. They played, uh, Hank Williams would come, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Hank Snow, you know, stuff that had a little more honky tonk, a little more backbeat to it. Um, that's cool. It's, I like that Panther Hall is even like, they were probably on tour from those spots to yeah. each other, you know? In fact, I think if you look at a lot of these, what you'll see is that they played Dallas and then played Panther Hall right afterwards. That's awesome. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, just yeah. in the stretch, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well, let's head to question number three. You're looking good. One and one. By the way, super, super subscriber Chuck Greason uh, is 
clowning me for the 1992 answer. Really? What is he saying? He just said I'm a sucker for getting it wrong. <laughs> I mean, do you feel bad about getting it wrong? Or did you, you know, that's a tough I do question. a little bit. I kind of, my, actually, my first thought was sort of 1980, but I thought it was too early. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll take a, another dive on the fourth question here, okay. a, a little deeper into that. So <laughs> yeah. but here's question three. What did they also nickname Panther Hall to attract younger people? Uh-oh. Was it A, the Panther Palace? Okay. Was it B, the Panther Agogo? Or was it C, Panther Place? Okay. Well, <sighs> Panther Palace, Panther Place, sorry, Panther Palace, Panther Agogo, and Panther Place. Yeah. So I know that... Um, the hop and, and that sort of go-go stuff was pretty popular in Fort Worth around that time. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Panther a go-go. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Winner, winner. <laughs> yeah. You're two and one now. Now, you know, so for years I heard in Fort Worth that there, there used to be, in fact, there's this great collection of CDs called Fort Worth Teen Scene. It's three discs of people, probably my dad's age. They were kids in the 60s yeah. in garage rock bands. And honestly, like, they're, like, awesome. They're, like, these teenagers, like, this was, had to have been the best garage rock scene in the country. Wow. And they would play at places like The Hop uh, over near TCU and everything. And so that was a whole movement that came out of that. There was a lot of rock and roll in Fort Worth at that time. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess it sounds like it kind of worked a little bit to, you know. I, well, I mean. The, they got in on that music Not scene, that so. well because they closed uh, down. That's true. You're kind of, actually, you're right. You're right. I, I don't know what year they, they were using that nickname. But, yeah, right. You know, uh, cool. 1978, so you, unfortunately. It's 10 years after right. they needed to. <laughs> well, you're two for one. We're okay. heading into the last question of the series. Oh. And this is, um, this is a good one. All right. Who was the last major performer to play at Panther Hall before it closed the last in 1978? The 1978. Last, oh, that's when it the, closed. The okay. last, this performance occurred in 1977, but when was the last, or who was the last major performer? Okay. And your options are A, Dolly Parton, two, Hank Williams Jr., mm-hmm. or three, ZZ Top. I love Bo Cephas. I love ZZ Top. I think Dolly Parton was the last person to play there, though. Ding. It was? Yeah, I'm going to give that. You, you had that one quick. Yeah. Yeah, Dolly Parton. She was. She performed in 1977, and they said it was, she was kind of the last major performance there before they closed their doors in 1978. Do you like Dolly Parton? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do, that, too. That Train Train song is yeah, one that's of the better good, ones. I like her. I mean, she's got good ones. But. The Grass is Blue. That record, 1999, that's a great country bluegrass record. Probably as good as, as it gets for that stuff. I'd say, uh, I, didn't, I don't think we listened to a ton of Dolly Parton growing up. It was a little more like the Hank Williams side yeah. of, of, uh, of country music. But, um, you know, it was around. It was around, so. My dad liked Loretta. Loretta Lynn. <laughs> she also performed there and had some, uh, there's a po- I think there's actually a poster for her as well. Nice. So that's kind of cool. But Well, maybe we can put some of this stuff up yeah, on the website and, and share it with folks, and they might get a kick out of seeing some uh, classic Panther Hall stuff that was I given to us. I think they would like that. We'll kind of show it here in the episode as well, so stay tuned for that. But uh, three for one there on the Panther Hall trivia. Yeah. Uh, talking about Panther Hall in its prime. And uh, yeah. We should a- get a little music trivia going, see if people, I, I'm sure people could beat me, but it'd be fun to, to have a little competition going. Yeah. 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 What's that uh, game show called? Uh, the Brain or The uh, oh, the yeah. Chase? It's called The Chase. And there's okay. this brilliant guy that people can't, just can't match up to him. So yeah. Well, we I missed one. We yeah. So <laughs> yeah. More like The Brain Fart. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Darren and Derek 
from D. White and Company. <laughs> and we want to remind you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, to stay on brand. That's right. Keep it on brand. Find all the tips that you need to stay on brand at dwhiteandco.com. That was fun, Derek. It was, yeah. I'm impressed by your uh, Panther Hall knowledge. We need to do some more trivia. I like the trivia. Yeah. I think that should be a part of what we do. I think those have been our most engaging yeah. shows as well, which yeah. is good. And, um, you know, you're just a you know, human, you know, vortex of knowledge over here. But you've got some, too. I don't think it just has to be a Darren thing. I think not just music True. knowledge, but you've got some other areas. Like, remember the counties? The count? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, we've had this conversation before, and my knowledge is random. Yeah. Random, I know lots of things about very random topics. Sure. But maybe not those topics I should know about. Well, I don't know that. Knowing about a bunch of... Yeah. Uh, an, uh, an old closed bar is not necessarily... That's true. Where I'm not even from, you know? Yeah, yeah. valuable knowledge. <laughs> An so, era that I wasn't even born in. <laughs> right, exactly. So. Oh, man. So, Derek, uh, we like to wrap up with a little on-brand, off-brand. On-brand, off-brand, did I say that right? On-brand, on-brand off-brand, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, about what's happening in Jacksonville. We tried to tailor these a little bit more towards Jacksonville yeah. because we love the city and we want it to stay on-brand, but the beauty of Jacksonville is it... I think we're trying to define the brand. I, I, let me let me step in there, there and just go. say, I think that how do you you know? My opinion is controversial. I think a lot of people who sometimes are leaders here and everything, they're very embarrassed by Jacksonville. They're always talking about how to make it something else, right? And it's like I want to make it or be part of making it the best Jacksonville it can be, right? So when we do on brand, off brand, it's kind of fun, but like. You know, and, and yeah, we're, we're, we're laughing at the crazy things that happen around here, but also a little bit like we're trying to figure out what the brand is here. Yeah. Define yeah. the brand, you know? I think that, that was kind of the question I was going to frame is like, it's not more of what's on-brand, off-brand. It's what is the brand. Right. A lot of, like what you said, a lot of people come in and say, that's off-brand. Right. Or that's on-brand for us, but like that's their skewed vision. We've got to look at Jacksonville as a whole. Right. To see that, so. So what's going on uh, with Jacksonville and what is going to be on-brand, off-brand this week? Recently proposed. Yeah. $379 million gas tax uh, revenue fund for the Skyway right. um, extension that's in downtown. Big infrastructure talk here in Jacksonville. We have a monorail yeah. downtown. Much like the one in the Simpsons episode. Maybe even that Simpsons episode is based on us. I don't, I don't know. But, and, and, the, and we call it the Jacksonville Skyway. Derek, have you ever ridden the Jacksonville Skyway? I've never ridden the Jacksonville Skyway, and I'd say that I almost sometimes don't even notice that it's there. Do you like public transportation? I've enjoyed the times I, I I've like used it. public transportation yeah. coming from a, a small town Farm right. boy. And Your feet are public transportation right, in Cleveland, you know, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I've been around it a, a ton. You know, Oklahoma City has recently done a really good job of investing in their city of public transportation. They did a streetcar, you were telling me. They did a streetcar, and, I, and you know, they launched it before the pandemic hit, so I'm not really sure how the pandemic affected it. But sure. in 2019, whenever it, it became a thing, people were using it and enjoying it, and there was a lot of news going around about it, and even nationally, too. So, you know, I, I know that Oklahoma City is a volume, but... I think it would be cool if Jacksonville had this thing rolling consistently. Like, you yeah. know, when I first moved here, you kind of told me all about it and stuff. And I think one of the jokes you kind of had was like, I don't even know if it's open on the, on the weekdays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, isn't that when people need to use it? And you're like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it kind of, it, and even that article, that News 4 Jacks article that you're referring to calls it something that's been the butt of jokes here for a long time because it doesn't really go anywhere, yeah. which is a big problem. 
Uh, so you just kind of ride. It's like it would be like riding the monorail to Disney World, but at the end you didn't go to Disney World. You just rode around on the monorail. Like it would be pretty cool to get from, you know, uh, to the library, yeah. down to the park down there, and then over to San Marco for, you know, you know, we got so around. we got so big into cars in the fifties in this country and and built everything around cars. But a lot of these cities, including Jacksonville and Fort Worth, were originally uh, in the nineteenth century were designed around uh, streetcar routes. Yeah. You know, and, and even if you look at the cities, like, oh, this makes more sense if you think there used to be a streetcar line running right. through here. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of that. I, I wish right now you and I were going to, like, hop on some streetcar train or bus or something and, you know, pop over to lunch as opposed to, right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It would be cool. And, you know, the hard part about it is that, you know, Jacksonville kind of knows a little bit about transportation, and they're one of the oldest parts of the country. Got a port here, and yeah. lots of logistics. You know, log- yeah, logistics, and, and um, you know, you would you'd think that this would be a. I don't know. I, I try to imagine what it, what Jacksonville would look like if you know this was kind of running, but I think it all has to kind of start coming together and improving and, and being more innovative together for for it to be a, an actual use for the city. If if Jacksonville had effective public transportation. So we're looking at raising money through a gas tax. Gas tax is very, fairly popular around here. We're thinking it'd be yeah, 300, a little bit less than $400 million worth of revenue. Right. Where should the Skyway go? You know what I mean? Like, like what spots, you, you know, like, oh, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, first of all, you know, we've got neighborhoods that are blooming right now. Yeah. Springfield to Murray Hill, to the Riverside, yeah. to San Marcos, they've all got really good things going for them right now. And, you know, eventually long, you know, it'd be cool if you could hit all of those spots without having to drive and park right. or walk. And Brooklyn too, Brooklyn um, uh, in there as well. That seems like that would be the easiest one because the Skyway already goes over the, their um, their warehouses right there in Brooklyn yeah. or whatever, their yeah. storehouse. Yeah, it's just right yeah. there. And it would be such a cool touch to the environment and the scene there. Just like if it would just feel so like on the move and seem like people excited, but yeah. But I know the one conversation you're kind of talking about is like, why doesn't it go to the beach? Well, I mean, the beach is a long way. That's I a, get that. That's ride. like your longest route. That that would be like taking a you know uh, your your rail car out to the um, to the airport or something like that. Yeah, it's a but long I'm way. with you. Like like I think like to get from five points to downtown and back and forth would be major. Yeah, it you know be. what I mean to get to the San Marcos Square, which you can sort of do now. Yeah, but not but really. But think about like a Saturday in a normal year. You're talking about Riverside Arts Market is always like a first thing Saturday morning, right. and then like and then it's kind of like, all right, well that was fun. Like, what's next? Yeah, and so it's like, oh, well let's hop over and hit some of the breweries over in San Marcos. They've yeah, got a little cool scene there, and then you're like. I'm just kind of still ready to keep rolling. Like, sure. So, and then, you know, and then we're grabbing lunch at, uh, uh, over in the Brooklyn area, like a burrito gallery or something, you know? Um, so it seems doable. It does. They got the Metro mover down in South Florida. I don't see why we couldn't do it here. Yeah. So on brand for the gas tax, is that, well, so that's the question. What's on brand? I I think the question of on brand to off brand is extending public transportation. Oh Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the tax, I mean, you know, listen, you're for it or against it, right? right, right yeah, right. but... Um, um, I would say, yeah, I, I would say it's it's on brand, and I think it's time, yeah. too, uh, for Jacksonville. And I think um, they're on an upswing right now. There's a lot of good things happening and rolling here. There's so much happening around here. I think, uh, you know, there's sort of... We're really going to mark Jacksonville 
some of its history post and pre-pandemic, I think. Yeah. Because uh, there's just like going to be this new era kind of opening up. But no, I think it's on brand too. I think it will be good. I, I'm a, on the tax side, I, even though I'm more, let's say, liberal in my opinions. I am irritated by the tax because of all the money we've wasted on other things. Yeah. You know, like JEA. But that being said, I I am for the investment in, in mm-hmm. public transportation because I think it would bring a whole, like, if you could access this city easier and you could get to some of these things, I'm not even talking about all across, I'm talking about even just in the urban core right, in some of those yeah. key areas, you would create a whole different atmosphere. Um, more like even what we saw in, in Oregon with their streetcar line yeah. or other cities that have those as well. Yeah, and, and as Jacksonville obviously is growing over the next 10 years. That means we're going to get busier. The urban core is going to get a bit more cars, more people. They're trying to get, you know, 10K right. in downtown residents and stuff. Like, just, it, there's going to be more people. So, like, this transportation will be really helpful for a lot of things. Yeah. Keep Jacksonville pleasant. Keep Jacksonville yeah. manageable. And in public transportation, it sounds like, would help with that. Well, maybe once they get rolling, you know, we can... Uh, we can uh, go take a video on there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, and, th- maybe we should just go ride the Skyway yeah. anyways and get a video of that because I've never done it. That'd might be a fun to, thing to do. I might need to check the hours, make sure they're open. Yeah, make sure they're actually <laughs> open. Derek, as always, we end the show with your unfiltered final thoughts. This is Maximum Derek right here. Uh, talk to us, Derek. What do you want the people to know? I want the people to know that um, I know that Everybody is working really hard right now. Yeah. We're working really hard. Sure Shelly's working really hard. I've, yes, I've talked is. to my friends. They have all under a lot of pressure right now. I just want to, you know, want people to keep moving forward. Keep it I think on that's important. Keep moving forward. Next steps means you're moving forward. Next steps means you're moving forward. <laughs> Good stuff. Derek, uh, thanks for another great show. Uh, what's going on? Anything next week that uh, folks need to know about? Well, the Jex River Jams are happening next yep. week, so stay in the loop for that. It's, it should be on your social media and stuff. And if you're if you're not in Jacksonville and you're curious about Jex River Jams, maybe we could play some of the tunes on the radio station Ooh. from some of those people. Now, that's a good idea. Theme it a little bit. I hadn't thought so. about that. So I think I like it. you know I, I like think it. you guys should stay tuned for that and that's kind of the big thing happening in Jacksonville right now and uh, stay on the lookout for uh, projects, blogs, and videos from DW Co coming out next week and uh, the following weeks of the month. Love it! Uh, thanks for listening to DW Co Show. In the words of Derek, I encourage you to keep it on brand wherever you are, anywhere, anywhere, everywhere. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>